0: Joining the show now is voice of the Argos, Will Kennedy. Will appreciate the time as always. Hope you are doing well and uh, trying to stay warm.
1: (laughs) Trying to, yeah. I'm here in baseball right now. Argos just scored the first run of the game in this uh, series with Florida Tech and opens here tonight. And it's a busy weekend and. It was uh, Jaden Fryman with an RBI to get things going. So one nothing in the first inning.
0: Spectacular stuff. And let's start with them uh, in our conversation. So this is a three-game set against Florida Tech. They are off to a nice start inside the top 20. Uh, it, it, as far as the optimism for this program, is it to go on and compete in the GSC and compete in the region? I know they're third in the region as well. I mean, they. it seems like at least, of course, early on in the year, but it seems like They've got a group that's fully capable of going, winning the conference, advancing onto the tournament, and maybe being able to do some big things.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's still early, Drew, to kind of, you know, figure that out. But what, yeah, what a hot start. Five and one, and the one they lost was the first game of the season, and that went extra innings. And so they easily could be unbeaten. And, you got a lot of new faces, and then you had a lot of guys last year that you know that were really kind of baptism by fire, like Jaden Prime, who had played a ton as a freshman. And you know Trent Jeffcoat, coach. My Coat's son is obviously kind of the horse of the team, and the guy everybody's looking at. And you got some good pitching. Unfortunately, uh, he, he lost the big catcher. Uh, got hit by a pitch. Hopefully, he'll be back before the season is done. But that, that was a little bit of a blow. But this team with some depth. And I think the pitching being better than it was last year, and that's not just starting, but through the bullpen as well. That'll be the key. Can the pitching hold up? I think this is a team with speed, a little bit of power. They're going to score some runs. And, you know, last year was a disappointment. I think they they thought that they were going to kind of be right where they had been the year before, which was one win away from going to the college world series, but, um, you got to like their chances. The GFC is a tough baseball conference, no doubt about it. And I believe that's a three-run home run for Mr. McDowell. Yes, it So make <laughs> making a 4-0 game. That's how good this team is. They can do it a variety of ways, Drew.
0: Spectacular stuff. And, and, this is, <laughs> and this series, Will, is a part of the huge weekend that will be at UWF. I mean, you've got softball as well. You have baseball that, that we're just talking about now. You've got men's and women's basketball. They just had... The, the games yesterday, the play for Jimmy V, the, the play for K games, and that continuing into senior night and a salute to service as well. It's a huge weekend in Argos Athletics, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. And I mean, we didn't even touch on you know, the other swimming and diving is in Cleveland, Mississippi this weekend right. competing for the conference championship and they're leading that meet. They've led it every day so far. That carries on into the weekend. You're getting uh, divers and swimmers qualified for NCAAs as well. So coach Bill Krause and his group, I mean, they've, they've been winning that conference championship the last several years and so keeping that rolling. Tennis is on the road this weekend. Going golf is ranked third in the nation for the men's side and the top 30 or top 25 for the women's side as well. They've played one tournament each. Women are playing this weekend at the Florida Southern Lady Mox Classic down there. So everybody is going. But, yeah, it is a huge weekend here on campus. Uh, this baseball game kind of kicking things off here with, with basketball yesterday as well. But everybody will be going here on campus tomorrow. And then we've got a, a football practice. Yeah, you know, spring practice started on Wednesday. They practiced this morning. They'll go again tomorrow. I just found out 9, 10 in the morning will be the time they start stretching. So they'll practice from probably about 9 to 11 tomorrow with some recruits on campus as well. So, you know, what, what a showcase if you're bringing recruits on campus to, yeah. to show them all the fantastic things that happen out here at the University of West Florida.
0: Perfect time to be visiting outside of the chillier weather. I mean, it's going to be even, <laughs> even cooler tomorrow, I, I think. Uh, Voice of the Argos, Will Kennedy joining the show. Uh, softball at home for the first time. They, they've had more games than the baseball team has. It seems like they've had a little bit more of a, a mixed bag, if you will, rather than just one or two or three different opponents. They've played a bunch of different teams. We're at the Panther Invitational. So they, they've got a, a feel going into the final couple of games before hitting GSC play. What's the thought process around the softball team and, and their trajectory this spring?
1: This is a little bit different. I mean, this is you know probably the first year, I think, that Coach Ashley McLean has had – a squad that is entirely hers i mean last year was the last couple of holdovers from you know when she took over the program and had that fantastic run back in 2019 all the way to the college world series out in denver so a lot of talent um and a little bit of a mixture of some experience and some youth and, and pitching was kind of the thing last year we've added the new arm to the rotation uh, and hannah harper and You've got JF Prasad back and Montana Young. And so pitching maybe a little bit deeper. And then Maddie Vasquez, who, who's a local product, just saw her here out watching baseball tonight out of Milton High School. Grew up with my kids on Perdido here in Pensacola. Uh, she has been fantastic. She had a great four game set in that tournament you just referenced. Uh, I think she had nine hits, four RBIs over the games. And, and this is what volleyball will do. Softball does very similar. They will go and play some of the toughest competition they can find in Division Two early in the season and you know you may you may take your lumps and they're four and four eight games in So that's going to set you up nicely for what is always a really tough Gulf South Conference schedule and so you know battle test yourself early uh they're I know they're gonna be glad to get out of the fork here the baseball softball complex tomorrow and play you know get a series rolling and, and get in front of the home crowd which is one of the best home crowds in in college softball and and it's so exciting here when you've got baseball and softball going at the same time out here. Even if it's a little bit chilly, it'll be fun tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Will Kennedy, voice of the Argos, joining the Sports Drive now. Uh, real quick, before we get into any more with the spring practice stuff, because I do want to touch on that, men's and women's hoops, the, the it's always a special night, you know, whenever you have senior night or senior day or whatever it is, celebrating that senior class Uh, with, with what the women's side has in their group, and they've already clinched. Uh, home court, if you will, for hosting at least one quarterfinal game, and they've got a lot of hype around them getting into their postseason. The guys, on the other hand, slipping a little bit. Might They're trying to fight to, to continue their season beyond just the regular season, but how, how big of a day will it be tomorrow when both those teams take on Montevallo?
1: Yeah, big for the women. I mean, they've already clinched the GSC tournament spot. In fact, the top four finish. So we know the women, it, it will not be their last home game this season, last in the regular season. They're going to host a playoff game, quarterfinal game in the GFC. That'll be on February 28th coming up. But, you know, what a great way to honor a couple of really good seniors, and especially Jacqueline Jarnett, who's just been, you know, all-American caliber since he's transferred in here two seasons. with Coach Stephanie Lawrence Yelton. Jackie's a uh, Jackson All Everything player. I mean, she was 25 points and 16 rebounds, or no, 19 rebounds. 25 points, 19 rebounds last night and a win over Auburn Montgomery. I know she'll be excited to play in front of the home crowd again. And uh, you got, you know, Jennifer Andrew, and Haley Latrell, who, who have all contributed. And you know, Haley's been great this season as well. So they're set to move on into the postseason. The regional rankings are really what matter. Kind of feel like if they can kind of take care of business, the women the rest of the way, win at least one game in the GSE tournament, they got a really good shot of making the NCAA tournament field. And the men, last night was a tough one. I mean, they lose a really tough game. They were right in it till the the final seconds of the game with Auburn Montgomery. And that was two teams that are really battling for one of those last two mm. playoff spots in the GSC. It's a tough loss of the men. It'll be tough with Montevallo in tomorrow. But, you know, Daniel Sofield's gonna be honored uh, on senior day tomorrow and, and you know, what, what an incredible player, incredible young man and what he's done for the program here at UWF in his four years. So yeah, it's an emotional day and it's a fun day and it's gonna be nice to have a big crowd out there.
0: Will Kennedy, voice of the Yargers, you'll be able to hear him calling the football games coming up in the fall, starting September 1st against Kentucky Wesleyan on a Friday. But the season doesn't start uh, in the fall. It starts now, and spring practice has been going on. We just had the second one today, as uh, as Will referenced, in the cold. But I think, and and you had posted a video, Will, and really the mantra seems to be compete. And it's not only on the field. It's every single day with what you do. Coach Noble's bringing That energy in, and it seems like it's been received well by, you know, Pee Wee Jarrett, Caden Leggett, uh, Jared Smith, guys that are uh, key leaders, Will Breeland, Willie Jordan. I mean, a lot of guys that have really bought in to what Coach Nobles has been preaching early on in his tenure as Argos head coach.
1: Yeah, in fact, Coach Elvis just walked up and gave me a fist bump right here. And, uh, no, it's, it's really cool to see. And, you know, yeah, Caden Leggett in that video you reference referencing, you know, just talked about how much he loves to compete. In the last little piece of video in that, in that thing we posted, that's Caden staying after practice, walking off the field after we did the media, you know, at the end of practice and he, two of the DBs are like, hey, can you come and work with us a little bit? And he jumps in after a full practice and works with Brandon Cross and some of the DBs on, you know, trying to nice. get their form right. And it is. So it's every little bit, and it's competing in all kinds of different ways. And and it's a different atmosphere, and it's a different vibe from the fun little tug of wars and things you're seeing at the end of practice to just kind of a, a different energy level. And that's not a knock on anything that's happened before. You know, obviously yeah. what this program has done, under Pete Shinnick is absolutely fantastic, but it's a slight change. I mean, Caleb Nobles, as we talked about before, he comes out of this program, played for Pete Shinnick, coached under him. So he's bringing some of that RK and some of that mentality and then mixing in a little bit of Davos winning at Clemson. And then his own, you know, his own dad, Buddy Nobles is a high school coach. And you know, so what a great mixture of all these great things from some really fantastic football coaches. And it's going to be interesting to see that carry in. But it's a younger coaching staff in some ways. And just kind of a little bit different vibe out there. And I think the players are feeding off that a little bit. One of them came up during practice today and said said that to me almost, you know, kind of exactly that way. Man, it's different. It's different out here now. And I think that's kind of, you know, you need that at a certain point with the program. and And we'll see how that plays in the fall. But right now, it's really kind of fun to watch. And, yeah, it's difficult because you don't have Phoebe Jarrett out there. And, yeah. You know, you've got a couple guys that are banged up and missing. But uh this is an opportunity for some other guys to shine. And they'll, they'll pick up with the fourth practice tomorrow. And it's a really tight window, just really kind of like three weeks and spring practice, spring game will be on March 9th in the evening. So, a chance for folks to come out and kind of watch this first version of Caleb Noble's UWF football as the head coach. So, really, really an exciting time as well. And, you know, you were there – on Wednesday, you know, it was 75 and muggy Wednesday morning, and then you know this morning it's in the 50s and cool, and then Florida Tech has just hit a home run to make it four to one. But no, this is uh, you know it, it really is spring. Spring, you never know what you're going to get.
0: No, no, you, yeah, you, you really don't. And I think real quick, final thing for you, Will. Again, voice of the R is Will Kennedy, joining the Sports Drive now. To that, Pee Wee, I was able to talk to Pee Wee on Wednesday. He's like, look, I I'll, I'll be good for. 7v7 come uh, the end end of spring ball. Ask Coach Novo, he's more like, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But it seems like, you know, he's ahead of schedule. My my question is, I think Pee Wee's the guy, obviously, right now. But Marcus Stokes coming in, we know the whole background off the field. But from a talent perspective, four-star quarterback, committed to Florida. I mean, he's got what it takes. Is there any pressure at all, in your mind, on Pee Wee Jarrett to get off to a good start this year? Otherwise, maybe Marcus Stokes could be getting a look or two if things don't get rolling as well as they think early on.
1: I, you know, I think for any quarterback, not just Pee Wee but for any quarterback at the, in the game at this point, almost anywhere you are, there's always pressure. Because, mm. I mean, it's not just Mr. Stokes. It's, you know, it's Michael Rich Jr. You know behind him that yeah. wants to push him and but, but needs that and, and, and Quinn and some others that are on the roster. I mean, everybody wants to start, right? Only one guy can, but everybody wants to start, and so – it's an opportunity for some of those other guys here in the spring, you know, for Mike groups to show what he can do to a new coaching staff and new head coach and, and Caleb Nobles. And then, you know, that, I know that's tough on Peewee and I talked to Peewee quite a bit, but you know, you look and Pee Wee had a great season and this coaching staff understands what he can bring and that they're going to work with him, not just on the physical part and not just on the mechanics, but also leadership and other things. You know, his opportunity and in, in his final season of college football to really kind of, you know, be the guy, be, be the leader of this team. And not that he wasn't a leader last year, but it was kind of David Durden's offense, you know, and Durden was kind of the guy that was the firebrand really, you know, up and down the sidelines. And this is an opportunity for Pee Wee you know, to maybe step out of his comfort zone and, and, and be a little bit more of a vocal leader. And, and he, that's something he can develop here in the spring, even while he's not able to go out there and do what he can do. And I've also told him stop hurdling people because that's – you're going to get killed.
0: <laughs> well, he, he – <laughs> yes, yes. Stop trying to be Andrew Luck because, you know, it's not going to work out for you in the end. He's Will Kennedy, voice of the Argos. Will, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of the baseball game and enjoy the weekend as well. We'll probably see it, We'll probably see each other tomorrow at some point.
1: Yeah, and absolutely for your for your audience out there. I think baseball starts at noon with their first, and they'll play a doubleheader starting at noon. Basketball's two o'clock and four o'clock. Women first, men after that. And I think softball is three and five tomorrow. So there's stuff going from noon all the way till probably about you know seven eight o'clock tomorrow night. So if you want something to do, if it's not the Mardi Gras parade or wrapped around the Mardi Gras parade, come on out here and enjoy baseball, softball, basketball, whatever your flavor is.
0: Fantastic stuff, Will. Appreciate it.
1: Always, Drew. Have a good weekend.